and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode number 35. I'm your host. You love Nick Tana, but I would love for you guys to just call me Nick Tana because I feel like we're on a friend-to-friend basis. You guys call me Nick, Nick Tana, Tana, uh, Lovebird, whatever you guys want, man. But obviously, I am not alone. I have my good man, the guy, the Game Pass menace, the guy that's finally starting to get into a grip of the gaming world, but still hasn't beaten Psychonauts, and it really makes me upset. My friend Peter. Peter! <sighs> yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. I'm sipping on this tea. Prepare to talk talk some tea to the people. I'm fully prepared. I've got a lot of built up, uh, um, uh, yeah, energy. I'm ready yeah, for it. Yeah, me and Peter are great friends. So I was sitting here getting the notes gathered up, you know, really getting into my thoughts for this podcast here today. And Peter Loki saw the beautiful thumbnail that I thought was very great by the lovely Rob, man. And I, I was just like, this is a great thumbnail. And Peter straight up called me up and he's like, we need to get it changed. He's like, I'll pay whatever amount of money to get this changed because he did not like the thumbnail. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because I love the thumbnail. But Peter, man, tell the people a little bit about yourself. What you've been playing, what you've been doing out of curiosity, man. Yeah, this week I've been playing a lot of Weird West uh, from your favorite publisher, which is actually it turned out to be pretty sweet. Um, I, you should never read reviews. Never, no. You should never read reviews, man. Uh, I've really, really enjoyed it. We'll, we'll probably do like a more in-depth uh, review either at the end of this show or uh, next week, most likely, uh, based right. on the stuff that we have on the schedule today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of Weird West. Uh, been playing Psychonauts 1, just intermittently. Uh, oh, getting back baby. to the old school platforming days. And uh, really, those are the only two games I've touched this past week. Just well, that's, good. that's good, man. That's good. Like, I really like that you're enjoying Weird West because, like, you said it perfectly the best, man. For anybody that's listening to this podcast or anybody that loves gaming in general, like, please do not listen to reviews, bro. I stray away from, like, even me becoming more of a journalist and a game critic. I stray away from reviews until after I play them. My thoughts are very differently from what somebody else's thoughts would be. And, you know, like, it kind of influences what you think about a game. So, like, yeah, avoid that. If you like what you like, you know exactly what you like. And that's the key thing when it comes to gaming, bro. Try out all your stuff, man. I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's kicking with, kicking it with us today, man. Big Illis, love to see you here. Cool down and Tommy, you guys are legends today. Make sure if you guys are watching this live, make sure you guys leave a like, comment, sub, all that stuff. It really does help and appreciate it. Um, but we are going to go in and uh, kick it off with the question of the day. And uh, I thought this would be very fitting for the question of the day because we just got done with Mother's Day. We love the moms. We love the gaming mothers out there in the world but uh the question of the day today is who is your guys's favorite mom in video game history i'm gonna kick it off to peter peter go ahead and like give me your answer man what do you who is the best mom in video game history the best mom in video game history in video game history are we talking like what are the what are the qualify uh like what are the you know what i'm saying what are the what what are the voting points? I guess so. Like you have to be a mother. All right, you gotta have like a kid. You know what I'm saying? You have kids. Uh, you could be a. Do we accept dog moms? Uh, anything like that. <laughs> and you have to be, um, you have to be in a video game. So if you think of something, I'll go ahead and go first. I, I'm ready. But yeah, right? go ahead. Okay, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I was gonna I'm give gonna, you time. I was gonna. I'm give gonna you say. Time. I'm gonna say the best mom in video game history. Um, either she's the best mom or the most irresponsible mom is Ash Ketchum's mom. And I'll say this. um, How old was he when he first left? He was 10. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm 90 percent sure he was 10 years old when he left. Like in a so she's, so she's the best mom in terms of like there's no rules at this house. Clearly, so you can just do whatever yeah. you want. Right. She's the most irresponsible mom because Ash Ketchum was 10 years old when he left the house <laughs> to just go on a solo adventure in the world. W and answer. Catch and fight Pokemon. W answer, dude. I so, literally, I literally had the same answer. I was. Gonna, I, my answer was the like your mom in the Pokemon game. So technically, it's the same thing. Like basically, okay. how you said it, bro. Like, oh well. You're off on your adventure. Be safe. Meanwhile, I'm 11 <laughs> years old and I just I'm battling a guard chop in this dark it's just, game. <laughs> it's like, yeah, go fight the the world gang of Team Rocket, and me and Mister Mime are just gonna clean up the homestead while you're out. Like, like what? Yo, you're getting you're getting jumped by grown adults. Where's your, where are your parents? Like, yeah. like just cool she, with this. And she's like, oh, cool. Visit whenever. Like, it's fine. It's we'll see you. And when you pick up your like your starting Pokemon, your Charmander. Meanwhile, you come back to visit for the holidays, and he's a Charizard, and he weighs like a hundred thousand pounds. So, yeah, good W mother, man. W. Yeah, mother. yeah. That was my. I did not Google that. I was just thinking about that uh, when we were sitting here earlier, and I was like. You know what's a crazy mom actually? Ash's mom. Such a good answer. Like, I feel like that has to be the top answer, honestly. That that's the first thing that came to me. Everyone else, I feel like because I was looking up a lot of different games too before. I was like, I, I can't even think of prominent moms in games. There's they obviously have lists and stuff. I just I, I just like don't remember a lot of it. And right. I was looking through, I was like, okay, yeah, these moms are in the game, but I've I, I just don't remember. I wish there was more mom-based mom based games. Like Where's the game where the mom is the the protagonist? The hero, right? The mom needs to be the hero. That's, That's what I'm saying. Make it happen. Where are the game developers at? Let's get it popping. Let's get it rolling. I think we need a main character mom to, to take over. That's what I'm saying. And we're probably missing out on something completely, but we probably are. Like I feel like I I am missing something, but like mm-hmm. just to like act like I know everything of the gaming world. I'm just gonna say that Ash Ketchum's mom is the best mom. Let let yeah, me know your guys' let me know your guys' answers down below uh, in the comment section or live on the stream. But uh, yeah, dude, we have a super packed episode. If you guys don't know, one of the topics we are going to be talking about today is the Legends of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom because this game is completely taken over. Uh, but before we kick into that. Um, uh, I just want to say welcome. And if you guys want to contribute to the stream uh, any more than just kicking here and chatting it, which we completely love, uh, send us over a KYN chat to have your question pop up on stream and we can answer it and give you guys feedback on anything you want to do. Um, it helps Peter. It helps me and it helps Jimmy. Keeps the lights on and keeps the podcast rolling and helps support everything that we do here at Know Your News. So everything does help. Peter, I feel like you're ready. I'm super ready. We got a lot to talk about. Are you ready to get into this? I am ready. First thing, first thing I do want to give a big shout out to is on this day, 12 years ago, guys, The Witcher 2 was released. And I want to give a big shout out to Kinetic GTR for this footage I, I found on YouTube. Guys, look at this graphics. This is what gaming looked like 12 years ago. Obviously, people really love The Witcher 3 and say that's the superior game. But just look at how far we came from uh, from game titles back in the day. So, yeah. Did you ever end up playing The Witcher 2? I've only 
dabbled in the witcher 3 for a very brief amount of time i just i I don't remember what was going on that in that time like i haven't touched those big outside of skyrim uh elder scrolls uh now weird west in a way because it's it's an rpg it's not nearly as extensive or or detailed as witcher obviously but um I just kind of like miss those ones. I don't know. Me too. I don't know. It's cool to see it. You know, it's cool to see it like now, like in this time back. Yeah. I looks back in the day. There is a remastered version if anybody wants to play that, but I like to see how far we've came in gaming. Um, Games, games that are coming out this week, guys, we have three that I have been highlighting. Uh, We talked about this game on the podcast before humanity, which came out May 16th. Uh, a game that is also going to be very good for you guys that are into horror or anything very creepy. The Outlast Trials is that oh, yeah. game for you. Uh, I will be playing that game 100%, even though I am a scaredy pants, but uh, I'm looking forward to the Outlast Trials. And last but not least, I thought this game was very cool, and I have it on my radar. Not know if I'm going to pick it up yet, but LEGO 2K Drive. This game looks absolutely nuts. So those are, And that game comes <laughs> out May 19th. So... Lego 2K. Yeah. Like 2K, those guys? 2K? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's a little I'm here different. for it. It's a little different. I I'm know. here for it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, who's, who's done better than Lego at like being a non-gaming related company to inject themselves into the gaming space and do it so, I feel like, successfully? Right. I don't think anybody. I think Lego does a very good job. And they take like – the games and the series that are very successful and they put their own twist on it. Like right. it's a very good twist. And it's like, it's always a little bit more funny and silly. Yeah. And it's not so serious. And that sometimes like brightens it up for like the people who really do enjoy those games. So yeah. I do, I Sorry, do. Really I like topic, but no, dude, it's dude. just like, I, I just thought about that. I'm just like, who's done it better than them. I don't know. No, I don't really think anybody yeah. that. And like, you got to think of like Lego Star Wars, Lego Batman, all those type of games. They do very well, and they sell they crush a it. lot. They crush, they crush it, it. Yeah. every time. I mean, think of how many Lego Star Wars they actually put out. I think they released one, if not like maybe last year. But I'm I'm pretty sure there's been other Lego Star Wars. There's, they, they 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 redo a lot of the stuff, and they it hits, yeah. it hits. So I I can't be mad at it. I really like it. Um. A little short news on uh, games that are being delayed right now. If anybody was looking forward to Goodbye Volcano High, that has been delayed to August 29th. Um, it wasn't super on my radar, but I mean, it does look like a really cool type of game, and it's just a little different. Um, so yeah, if anybody was looking forward to that, uh, August will be your guys' best bet for sure. Um, now we're going to go ahead and kick it off into our main topics and the main topic for topic number one, guys, this has been the game that has been taking over the gaming space, guys, the legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. And Peter, have you been looking at anything for this game whatsoever? Have you watched any videos? Have you watched any reviews? Have you seen anything whatsoever? Just looking into this game to like, even make you consider buying a Nintendo switch. Cause I know you don't have one, but like has something like this really piqued your interest and like make you change your outlook on games at all. Uh, okay. So what I've seen is mostly positive. Um, you know, all the big review companies that give it perfect scores, even though my, my tinfoil hat says, does Nintendo pay review companies to get good scores? Sometimes I feel that way. Who knows if it happens, but, um, I see the reviews for it. They're all excellent. Um, a lot of the clips that I see, um, it's like 
Link is building the if, if is Link the main character? Yes. Okay. So Link is building these machines, these like custom machines out of something. Like there's like I've seen non and I knew something like this was going to happen. Like if they have any option like that, people are going to go crazy with it. So like I saw this guy create a rocket ship and I guess there's some kind of creature and I can't remember the name for it, but like it's for some reason there's this thing to like pick on these specific creatures and he like built these barrels around the, he like built a rocket. It looks like a rocket ship straight up out of whatever that you, whatever the pieces are that you can build with. Mm. And he put these little creatures inside and he lights, he lights the, the bottom of it with a fire arrow or something. And he, as he's announcing it, he's like, talking as if he's part of an apollo mission he's like (laughs) t minus whatever and it launches and then it's in the sky and he shoots some he like shoots another part of it and it the rocket separates he's like separation stage one complete like successful launch and like he's saying it as if it's an actual rocket launch i'm i have no idea what's going on i'm dying i Um, I think it's like the funniest thing i've ever seen i've just seen like people build these crazy machines like they're they're like strapping these rocket barrels around this car and they'll put this little creature on it and they'll be like, uh, there's like some big beast in the, in the distance and they light it on fire and it just sends this thing. Like, and they call it, they're like attack. What I can't remember the name of the creature. Um, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure the way to pronounce it is a Karuk or a Karuk yes, or something thing. like that. Yeah. That thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they like launch this rocket, this like rocket car into this big creature. And like, this is how they're like, this is how I fight in, in Tears of the Kingdom. And then like launching these explosive machines into other creatures super far away. And it's like, I just think, I think that's really cool. And I, I think when you have custom build stuff like that, people just get super creative. And um, so to speak to that, the fact that you can do that in the game and, the, and people are being this creative already is, I think that's great. I think it's great to give, like you're letting creative people be creative in your right. game, which is like, why people are going to review it so high. That's why it's going to be super popular because you're just going to see the craziest stuff. This is like when you start seeing people go, I've, I've rebuilt this map from this famous multiplayer game inside tears of the kingdom. Here's what it looks like, you know, like that type yeah. of thing. Um, so I've seen a lot of that. The graphics look to me, they look pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I was doing like a side, I'm sure they they're, they've improved it some, but it, like to me, the environments look pretty similar. Um, I don't know if it's, if you're supposed to be in the same world or not. Uh, you could you could speak more to that. Uh, so from that, but again, it's like I've never been like the big Nintendo Nintendo guy for a while. Uh, so maybe I just haven't had a reason to buy one yet. But um, I know it's going to be good. I know it probably is very good. The customization clips that I was talking about are really like really really funny. Oh yeah, really well sure. done. Um, so you know I, I'm not going to knock it. I, I don't know if it's going to make me buy a Switch. Uh, there's a couple other things, you know, I've got something coming next week. Uh, it was more of a priority for me purchase wise, um, technically, you know, for the stream and everything, but, um, yeah, man, I, I, I say this there, I think that game has the best sounding footsteps in all games. The oh, little clicking dude. The little clicking makes, it sounds like a text thing. It like, <laughs> it tickles my ears. I swear. Like, I love Every, listening to that. Everything with the game sound is actually like very like satisfying. Very From the way you swing your weapons to the way you yeah. fall in the water to the way the wind blows. Like, Ooh, I'll let, yeah. I'll, let I'll let you finish real quick, bro. The, the audio is awesome. Um, you know, when you open a chest and it has like this piano riff from, from, uh, Zelda of old, like mm. all the audio in that game is really, really good. Right. So I'll for sure submit to that.
So like you were talking about how people are just getting super creative with this. I've saw clips of obviously the Crux like on a rotisserie, which is very wrong. Stop doing that to yeah, the Crux, yeah. man. Stop. I saw crucifixion. Like, like, you need to stop. One, like yeah, yeah. Like knock it off. Like knock yeah. it off. First of all, that's not cool. And second of all, bro, like I saw something really funny with like somebody he made like a Trojan horse and like rode in into Dude, battle. So um, funny. These guys are ridiculous, but. Yeah, yeah. To give you guys my hindsight, I've been playing. I've been playing like 15 hours of uh, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. This might be one of the best games I've played since Elden Ring. Um, as of right now, me personally, in the way I like games, I really do like Elden Ring. But I can see how this game can kind of overtake that. It just it does everything very well. Like there are some games that try to do a lot of stuff and they mimic a lot of stuff, and they just can't. Like they can't really like like execute it but i feel like tears of the kingdom does a really good job we're talking about from like you said the audio in the game from the footsteps to the way you swing your sword to the way the environment is awesome blowing and things around you are moving from the the music changing from when you're into battle or when you're just casually walking through fields or you find a new town it's like it blows my mind how like it just everything feels like it's supposed to be there the graphics are very similar. I will say it like they, but they're good. Like how much can you improve on how good the graphics were for Breath of the Wild? They still are very good graphics. I think that's more of like a Switch thing holding it back. But yeah, like yeah. even with it being 30 frames per second on 1080p, it it looks fine. Like when you take, when we look at a game that was 30 frames per second, like a Redfall, that looked very, very bad. And you could yeah. tell like the frames are dropping. Like even when Tears of the Kingdom, you see like little slight dips, little bit. But I'm playing my Switch that I got from about when the Let's Go Pikachu edition came out. So my Switch is like kind of like a day one older, like old, like a very older version. I don't have an OLED. So I, I don't have any of that extra stuff, but it still ran fine. It, it dips a little bit, but like, in hindsight, I, I'm I'm very involved with the story. Even this is footage uh, from my stream. Uh, if you guys want to see that, Twitch.tv slash you love Nictana. Uh, <laughs> this is like, I ended up playing this game and I did not play Breath this of the part, Wild. And I, I, I've been enjoying the story. I've been able to keep up with everything that's going on. And I just love exploring. This is a game where like you pick up the game, you sit on the couch and you just look around. Oh, there's a crazy rock formation over there. That looks like I should go over there. Like every nook and cranny feels like it has something, a side quest or a cave that might have a special chest or a shrine off in the distance that it's like, okay, if you complete these shrines, they give you an incentive, like more stamina, more health. Um, And it's, it's very, very, very nice. Dude, when um, you were yelling I, battle bus. That was so funny. No um, battle pass, you battle pass. Right. Man, and I just like really love the combat in this game. Um, I'm I'm a little dripped out with my uh my link character right now, but being able to fuse weapons and stuff, I kind of thought was very corny at first. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I came on this podcast very strong, strongly disagreeing with a lot of people how they felt about this game. I saw the gameplay trailer and I was like, this game, why are you guys so hyped up about it? Like, what is it about? forming a weapon like forming a boulder onto a on a pole that like makes you guys like oh yeah this is awesome or like being able to like ascend up onto a rooftop which is basically like a hacker ability or Mm -hmm. being able to like build 
ships or build whatever your floats your boat. No pun intended, because you can build a lot of boats. They 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 want you to build a lot of boats in this game. And I love every single one of it. I've literally just been sitting here just like, I love being able to solve the puzzles and you're forming stuff together and using your brain. And it's like, you got to make this boat to get to A to B because you can't pass the water because you'll drown. Or the fact that it's like, you could use the ascendability to like get into hidden areas and to get chests and it, it, it feels very good. And the fuse ability that I was kind of roasting, like, yeah, it does seem kind of stupid when you have to put a boulder on top of the stick, but that does some serious damage and it, it, it has a purpose and I see the vision and I just been enjoying it. It's basically the only thing I could think of that I've been playing. And I think this is going to be a clear, like a clear game of the year contender. Is it going to be a winner? I have no idea. I think as of now, I think it has a very, very high review. We're talking about a game that I'm going to pull up the reviews, bro. We have not seen reviews like this in a game since Elden Ring. And Elden Ring flipped the gaming world upside down, I feel like. Nobody was touching a Dark Souls game. Nobody wanted to play that stuff until Elden Ring came out. And everybody was saying how great this game was and everything you could do. And everybody on Twitch is playing it. Everybody on Twitter was posting their builds and their clips. Everybody was playing this game. Everybody was putting out videos on it. Why this is the greatest game. Why? And everybody, it was, and this is like what this game, this is what Tears of the Kingdom is back to replicating. And I think... It gets me excited, bro, because this is just so good for gaming and just seeing them making an already great title and making it so much better. So much better. They add on to the story, but it's also welcoming to newcomers. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. I just been very seriously enjoying this game and it looks great. Um, let me know what you guys think, man. I'm trying to convince this man, Peter, to get the switch because I, I just don't see why you wouldn't play this game. I feel like this is a, a definite cop. You haven't played Breath of the Wild? Don't worry about it. Pick it up. Play it. Trust me, this is coming from a person who hasn't beaten Breath of the Wild. I have the game. I just didn't get to it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was too busy playing Madden, unfortunately. Would you ever go back? To play Breath of the Wild? I think about it. It depends how much I would get through this actual game because there's so much to do. I'm about like 16 hours hour deep, and I've I haven't even scraped the surface. How many how many hours uh, does it take to to beat it? So it's so hours. funny. They're saying like 50 hours, but with all the shrines and all the, everything else, there was an IGN reviewer who reviewed the game early before the game even came out. I forgot his name, and I'm sorry that I'm like kind of talking about yourself without knowing your name. My apologies, but. When he came out with the review, he said he it took him 82 hours to complete the main story. And that's not completing all the shrines. That's not doing all the side quests. That's not getting all the gear. Bro, you it's 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 an Elden Ring length game. Yeah, the uh, good game. A quick Google says 40 to 80 hours. Yeah. At 40 hours, if you're just cruising, just doing the main stuff. 40 to 80 hours are probably one of the best games you'll play this year, though. Yeah. But like, but it, like me being like uh, a parent, um, you know what I'm saying? Older, uh, I got a lot of stuff going on, jobs, um, mm-hmm. g-ball coaching. Sometimes it is kind of hard to like to commit to longer games like that. But like, I, I, I've literally just like scratched all that, bro. I like, I bring my switch um, on the go with me now. Um, I'll play it on my couch. 
I'll play it outside uh, whenever we're just sitting out there. And like, it's just us, me and me and the wife will play together on the TVs back there. And it's just very relaxing. And I think the thing that I like so much about the game too, is like watching my wife play and watching me play. We both have two different ways of playing, but we still end up like getting to the same end goal, which is kind of cool because they want you to be able to just be creative and just use your mind. There's no wrong way of playing this game. And I think that's why it takes the cake, man. I love this game. I love this game. I think it's awesome. Um, I've been itching to play today. I haven't been able to play today. I, I'm itching. I'm itching to play it. I've, I've been wanting to play it a little bit today, man. So um, is there anything you want to touch on about it, man? Like, do you, cause, cause you were upset about the thumbnail. Okay. And we'll bring up the thumbnail situation here because we're here now. The the cameras are on buddy. Like what, what's the, yeah. New, well, what you're saying like the, the new star Wars, game is washed like hogwarts legacy is washed <laughs> like what like what? i think it's better than i think it's better than hogwarts legacy <laughs> i think it's better than hogwarts legacy yeah um hogwarts legacy won't win and there's i think several reasons for that uh the new star wars game i haven't played but I can't, yeah i can't comment on that either just because I, you know just because it is so good Based on reviews, but again, does Nintendo pay to get their reviews? I don't know. Oh, we should explore that. I think we should explore any company. I think companies do pay. I do. I think companies do pay for that. One hundred percent. I think companies also. I think also companies pay for you know for the game uh, game awards. I think they also pay into that. Um, Like for example, movies pay into the Oscars to become part of those Oscar lists. So that makes me very. I'm trying to be the other side and say, why does it deserve Game of the Year? Is Star Wars not good enough? Is Hogwarts Legacy not good enough? Or is this one just that much better? And we'll have to see. Um, I have my reasons why like, I feel like it's better than the other games, but I'd be here all day if I wanted to talk about it. And I can't... Quick, I quick, can't, three, quick three reasons. Quick three reasons? I think just in general, I felt like... Hogwarts did a very good job at what it did, but at the same time, like I still felt like I experienced a lot of problems. Like the load times kind of sucked, which like I was like, eh, this is kind of annoying. Like that's kind of like a nitpicky thing. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like more in depth was this game than what I did with ever with Hogwarts, even yeah. with making a character, and it just felt like um I don't I don't know. I just if it's better, it's better. I mean, if it's right, you know, they, and, I, and I can't talk about uh, sir, I cannot talk about uh, Jedi Survivor because mm-hmm. at the same time, I haven't played it, so that's just like, yeah. But let well, me know. Fair. Let me I mean, know what's the next thing, man. As I'm, long as those make the list, because I think it would be a real shame if Hogwarts wasn't even considered. Um, right. because I think we'd been waiting a really long time for a game like that, a, a right. Harry Potter game like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jedi Survivor. I mean, what's the new one called? Is it Jedi Survivor? Yeah, it's just Jedi Survivor. Um, the first one was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a really cool star. I mean, problem is there's so many Star Wars games, so it's like tough to to stand out a little bit. I I think they did. Um, but again, I don't have a Switch, man. So like, the hardcore Nintendo fans, the hardcore Zelda fans, they're gonna be chomping at the bit. You know, like I feel like those fans support their games like just as much if not the most of anyone so right it makes sense i get you and if they did a good job man hell yeah like that's good for everyone true very true let us know what you guys think in the comments below or in the uh the chat section i do 
Really appreciate that. I do want to also add on to another note uh, based on the recent success of Legend of Zelda's Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, in the UK, Tears of the Kingdom has has um, Peter would move his thing. Okay, there. Has become the eighth top selling Zelda game of all time in just two days, already surpassing Skyward Sword, The Wind Waker, and A Link Between Worlds. I was going to read it, but Peter had his little thing over the word. I'm like, I can't read that. Um, so that's very that's very good news for the game only being out for it's been four days now. So, dude, ultimately, if it's really good, it just it just puts pressure on other other publishers to to do better. And mm. I know Nintendo has basically a blank check to make games, but in a lot of ways, Microsoft does too. And one, they've had very different launches in the last month. So right. that's a good thing. Because that just sets the bar. It says, hey, you guys got to be better. Um, the next topic I do want to talk, talk about is news that happened yesterday. And for anybody that's big into Overwatch or that plays the game, uh, this is very upsetting news. And this honestly made me upset. Um, I remember buying Overwatch 1 as it first came out. Um, I was really invested in the game. I used to uh, grind the leaderboards and grind the ranks uh, every chance I could. But Man, we just got some very upsetting news that Overwatch is scrapping the PvE aspect of their new game. And this is the whole reason that Overwatch 2 came out. They said we were going to have a story mode and we were going to have you be able to have like talent trees and stuff like this for these characters and bring out stuff. And they just instantly scrapped it. Um, I listened to the developer updates yesterday and a few notes i want to take from it is they decided to pull away from the main vision in sight with the pve or focus on the live game that in quote everyone loves and be able to release stuff sooner so they basically wanted to focus on what's going on with the game going on now instead of worrying about stuff that who knows when it's going to get released um they don't want that slow experience like overwatch one had near the end of its downfall and uh, the pve had no insight no end in sight due to them wanting a quality experience. Peter, how does this make you feel about uh, Overwatch? Are you kind of bummed out about the uh, the story mode not being there at all? Or I don't know, man. I, didn't Fortnite have a story mode at the beginning, and then they just went with the multiplayer, didn't they? Wasn't That's like very different. That is very different. Like I feel like you don't latch on to characters the way that you do in Overwatch, if that makes sense. I feel like Overwatch has certain characters and they have their sure. own personalities and they have their own voice actors. That's very different than something like that. I think, yeah, I think Blizzard is, sorry if I'm sweating here. My AC went out like three days ago and it's, I'm in Georgia. And I'm yeah, I see it on your mustache, buddy. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I was going to say Blizzard is, uh, they're really, I think they have a really amazing character design team. I think that's, they have really cool characters and they have such a big range. Like, I just think that's part of the reason it's so popular because everyone has a character they can relate to or latch onto or be a fan of. And I just, there's business decisions behind this. You know, they say, well, they want a quality experience, but I'm just cynical. And I, I feel like stuff just comes down to money. And that's my fear of like, someone in the back room going well how much money is this pve mode going to make us does it make us as much as a multiplayer how how much less is it going to make to the multiplayer so like that's that's just my fear that's just my fear like someone just said no it's not going to make us any money just don't do it um if they meant what they said and they wanted people to have like a more quality experience i can i can i can appreciate that like 
to scrap it completely is is pretty wild. Uh, didn't they say that they were going to release like limited single player stuff or uh, limited co op stuff for different chapters? Yeah. So the way it works now is they have these things called roadmaps, and then basically like every now and then they'll release like a co op thing or a little story thing uh, okay. every time they release a roadmap. But the way in hindsight is the way that you can look at it is uh, compare it to like watching an anime episode, but every anime episode comes out every like one month. Hmm. I mean, that's not, but like, how is that different than just hosting events? You know, like, why is that different than, you know, them doing holiday events or I, maybe it's not, maybe that's just like what they're going to do. There's a story behind it versus like you, we look at like, um the uh junker the halloween junker event where it's like junkerstein or whatever it's called that mm-hmm. was more of just like a mini game more of like a different type of game style versus like a story mode um they had some sort of thing i forgot what it was called but um it was basically like the villains and basically you go from like the beginning of the map to the end and then basically mm-hmm. you go and defeat like little enemies and stuff like that um and that was kind of the same thing they've had things like that before i think that's more of the focus versus just like the little mini games that they have. Uh, but in, in reality, I just think it kind of stinks, bro, because like you sit there and you promise and you're like, this is why we want to do Overwatch 2. We want to put in a story mode and we want to give you guys this extra stuff that should be in the game. Because like you said, Blizzard is very good with their characters and customizing um, character designs and giving them personalities and all that stuff why not utilize that and give them their own story mode? I think they want to capitalize on that. I've, the amount of people that said like overwatch could be like a comic book or a TV show. Easily. Easily. It's so like that's so like for them to say, like, we're going to scrap it because we don't know when the end is. They were working on it since 2019. That's about three years, three, four years ago. And they're still working on it now. I don't know if they ran into any publications or problems with it, but for them to just say like, we're just going to focus on the online multiplayer instead. It, it, it's a little questionable to me. Like I said, that's a little bit above my pay grade. I don't really know what to say about that or to get into that. I just, as a, as a, a lovely gamer and a game reviewer and critic, I just, I'm just kind of bummed. It stinks. Um, but I think a lot of people are upset about this and they think it's a bad idea. Um, but like, I just would have loved to see something a little bit different because not everybody wants to sweat through online rank matches all the time. Yeah, right. I guess I, the depths so, of silver. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess it'd be interesting to. I think it'd be interesting to go back and see, you know, like you're you've released a sequel to a game. And now that they're pulling PVE, I wonder how much of they're like, well, we're going to do a sequel and here's why it's just not an update to the game. Here's a sequel. It's going to be, have like this big PVE element. Here's why you should literally buy into it. Right. And then you get rid of that mode. So you're like, so Overwatch 2 is just Overwatch 1. It's exactly the same. Right. So why is there a sequel to begin with? Like, Why do we pay for this? And that's what, that's the thing too, is like, I think the game was free. But I think if you wanted to play the story, you would have to pay for it. But I'm willing to pay for a story. I'll throw my 30 bucks at it, my 30, 40, maybe 60 bucks. I would. I think it's interesting that they, they the characters, I bet I love the characters. And I they like every little story they have. They have character stories in their YouTube section. And they have like yeah. these little stories and their little like things that they create in their backstory. Yeah utilize that bro like don't like like don't take it away from people that want to experience that like that it is sucks 
Yeah, like I'm, I'm getting a little hot right now. I'm getting a little flustered. Yeah, I would, I would have loved to have seen that, but I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But I think everybody can agree that isn't behind closed doors. It's a terrible idea. It's terrible. Like yeah, not they- everybody wants to sweat in a ranked match, and not everybody like wants to worry about what's going on. And like, unless you were really trying to focus on the esport competitive, um, multiplayer type of thing, then then that's all you got to say, bro. Like. But like, there are people out there that want to expo- uh, experience a single player thing with their favorite characters. Because some people just like stink at video game. I, my co-host is one of them. Like, he would want to play a single player game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, that's just me. That's just me. I, I... yeah, it's getting late. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> man, I, it's just, I don't know, man. I. <laughs> I just felt like it's, it's just a very big disappointment, man. Yeah, I. Like I said, man, if, if they made these promises and said, here's why we're going to make a sequel, here's why you should buy into it, here's why you should give us money to develop it, and then go, just kidding, like we're just going to get rid of it altogether versus delay it, and now people are going, so like, what? why did I buy this sequel and why can't I play right. the first one anymore? That's the thing too. It's like it's it's you could tell like the um the little bit of differences, like the UI differences and stuff like that when it comes from one and two. Yeah. But other than that, same game. Now it's the it's same, same game. It's yeah. the same thing. Exactly. You know so, that meme where it's like the Krusty Krab one, and he's like, "Why'd you open up a Krusty Krab two right next to the Krusty Krab right. one?" He's like, "I like money." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah. Like, Dang. Dang. Blizzard, bro. Blizzard, bro. Open your eyeballs, bro. Come on. Yeah. And, they, and now, that, yeah, they have the reputation now of like they're money, money hungry. <laughs> one of Asmongold's clips. He's he's watching a Diablo four like trailer, and someone had just. It, the the cat their their like caption was it's not a pay to win game and then they just chopped this like thirty or forty minute announcement video and they just cut out all the words when they said buy battle pass game store <laughs> and it was like ten minutes long and it's just them going like buy battle pass game store game store buy battle pass battle pass battle you like, did you did you did kind of like highlight something for me let's do let's highlight the positives now if sure. they do go with what they're going to do I expect a new character. Monthly to every other month, I, I expect month. a very well planned out battle pass. All right, I expect very well and often drops. I expect all of events, that. a lot of events. events. You need like, if you're gonna do that, do it like, but full send on it. You gotta win people back after you just going on live air. Yeah, I know you guys wanted this, but like, it's not coming. Um. So yeah, uh, let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Overwatch is getting me hot. We got a lot of topics to get into in a very little bit of time. Um, I do want to kind of go quick with this next topic because I really, I it's kind of an iffy one, but uh, it's one of those other things, man. Like, how do you guys feel? Do you guys trust it? Um, let me know. Uh, but the next topic I do want to talk about is the EA CEO says that Battlefield will come back in an entirely new way. Uh, Peter, I don't know if you've ever played Battlefield or ever uh, thought about playing one. It is, I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass because um, it is with EA Play. But um, have you ever thought about uh, giving this a shot? Or do you believe that they're going to come back stronger than ever and the, all the problems are just going to mysteriously fly away? In my opinion, Battlefield is the best shooter of all time. And okay. I played Bad Company. I played 3. played 4. I played 5. Um, I played 2042 briefly, obviously. 
a lot of problems with that game. Um, I've played just about every battlefield ever, and uh, I, <laughs> I hope I hope in an entirely new way. I I think that for whatever reason, like people are very hesitant when you go too far in the future with with shooters. Um, I can't say that for every game, but it's like I don't know, man. It was just a bad. It was just a really twenty forty two was a really really bad game. I think Battlefield Five is one of the coolest games ever. Um, with like all the the World War One type stuff, I I just think I think Battlefield is the best shooter of all time, and uh, they'll have to go big for it, man. Like the, they really will, because it's going to be an extremely expensive project, and their last project performed so poorly, so they're already they're already behind, basically. Since since you had a little bit of playing time with 2042, do you want to care care to explain to the people what you didn't like about it from somebody who's actually dove into the game versus yeah, it was, what, it was extremely buggy. It was released before it was done, okay. um, which seems unfortunately so par for the course right now. Uh, it was it was unplayable for like a long time <laughs> right off the rip, and uh, because it was so unplayable, um, I actually had it refunded. And I've never, and that's oh, like, I don't really refund games and like Battlefield, I, you wouldn't think you would need to, but uh, it was really bad. It was wow. really, really bad. And a lot of it was technical issues right off the rip and course, there's no yeah. patience. And it would be like, Hey, we're going to fix this in a week. We're going to fix this in a week. Or they'd say it was fixed. And then you try it and you have the exact same problems. Uh, it just wasn't like, it just wasn't the same feel, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Cause like I field three through four through five. I've seen a lot of stuff, and this is just me kind of diving into the internet, obviously. Um, Battlefield has always been a game that always starts off very slow. It doesn't start off hot. It always has its problems, and they work their way, and about like a few months down the road, they finally get everything cleaned up and fixed. Um, I don't like I said above my pay grade. I don't know what I don't know what it goes into that to why it's always buggy, but like if 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 I'm the EA CEO, I'm figuring out why my games aren't working. What we have to do to get back on track. So as soon as people open up a game, they're going to get what they paid for. Because we look at some games like I I always bring this game up. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk had the highest expectations of all time. You give people and you give all the people these promises and they're excited. And it's just a big bug mess. Nothing makes sense. Cars are going through floors. Um, you're like 2042, pretty similar to that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, right. Like you, you, beef up this trailer and this was like a six seven minute trailer that they beefed up for this xbox showcase and everybody was like like, oh 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 my oh my like yeah we're we're back battlefield back i'm buying this right now and everybody who bought their money just instantly was like yo like what's going on for the longest time they did not have a leaderboard or like a scoreboard like why or like or like like a kill board i'm like why wouldn't you even like that? Should be like the first thing you think of. How many times? <laughs> you the, yeah, at, yeah. How many times do you look at like a, your your kill deaths in any video game, dude? Every time right. I die, I look at right, it. Right, right, I just right. think it's like an instinct. And no one has a longer kill feed than Battlefield because there's 64 people. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like half the screen. <laughs> you got 20 people over here, 30 right. people over here. This right. dude's in the toilet in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> people they put they put onto a map, bro. Helicopters right. are in the sky. You got a tank down here. You have a banshee fight over on the right side. Like Battlefield does it better uh, with that Dude, type of play style than Battlefield any. Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, like some of the best gaming experiences uh. ever. It just I, like you're like you're blowing out the side of a house. You're like rushing in. 
and you know you, you like run upstairs and like there's a whole squad up there and they have like claymores but you like there's everything in the game is built like you can always counter what the next person has so like right. you can switch you know you're gonna you're gonna die like four or five times to try to get there because there's some dude in a tank who hasn't left the tank the entire game right and, bro Guess and like you finally get there and you've like you've like built your loadout to counter these dudes who've never left this building and then you like blow up the base of the building so you don't even have to go up it just collapses the whole thing and like that's in real time so like one person can do that like one person can it's just i don't know man like who who did like you're parachuting off buildings and who who like did it before that i don't know was battlefield the first one to do that where you, you jump off a building you can parachute i don't I know cod does it now but i don't think they used to do that but i don't know like the world like the, the world war one one where you're on the back of a horse like trying to like take a, like take a tank by yourself. I don't know, man. It's just so like no one builds battlefields better than battlefield. Like so much is going on. Like a bridge is collapsing. Planes are dogfighting above you. Like a tank's trying to run you over at the same time. And all you're trying to do is like cap a, like you're just trying to get to a, and you might spend half the game trying to get to a, and like, but I love that. I love it so it's much. Fun. Well, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a good time, bro. I, Hey man. We 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 agree every episode, man. All we do is want the best for games, man. Yes. I really hope EA can pull it off, man. There's no bad blood at all. I hope they could do it. I don't know what the problems could be, but obviously you just gotta fix that technical stuff out the out the bud, man. Like um, Battlefield hasn't been afraid. They don't release games every year, kind of like a Call of Duty does. They have that time and they have that window, and I think people will wait and be patient with it. Um, maybe not like the super hardcore fans um but like at the same time bro just like fix your game make it runnable and then just like take your time with the new one let it run first because i've seen i've seen other games take what battlefield has done and incorporate that in their new games and you know if someone's doing that you're doing something right so now it's just all about like you gotta like gotta capitalize on it bro you gotta you gotta figure it out you gotta get your bread and butter totally um ill said that uh 2042 is uh is fun he said it's fun now is it fun now have you played it now out of curiosity uh because i heard it is a lot better um let me know what you guys think honestly um the next topic that i do have for you guys is um there's a game that's being developed by some of our favorites uh one of our favorite developers um if you guys know Game Freak, like uh, the people who are behind all the Pokemon games, they are creating a new action adventure IP, and the code name is Project Bloom. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys the concept art right now. Uh, this is the concept art they posted for the game, and it looks like you're in some sort of forest. Um, the light is barely seeping in. Looks like a lot of moss everywhere, and it looks like you're some like. I want to say like warrior ninja and you have like one of those little hats on. Um, this art's beautiful. Um, it's a, it, like I said, it's called project bloom. Um, ge- like I said, game freak is known for the uh, Pokemon games and this is being um, developed in take two interactive, which is the, their private division. So, uh, Peter, what do you, what do you, what do you think about this? How you, uh, how do you feel about that concept art? I think Game Freak also created the best gaming mom, so I, yeah. I've got some pretty high hopes. <laughs> there you go. There no, you man, go. I, it art's cool. I dig it. It looks uh, 
It looks good. I don't know. Not, right. not, much, not much to talk about. Not really too much to say about it, but like Game Freak stepping out of their cumber zone when they uh they, big, they're very big change. They're very familiar with the Pokemon stuff and what they do with that. Uh so stepping out and doing an action adventure game, I'm very interested. And it doesn't look like it's very similar to like the graphics you get out of a Pokemon game. It's very it's a different style. And I'm not I'm not gonna knock anybody who wants to Dude, try out anything. Imagine Imagine a Pokemon game, but like, what if this is like a Pokemon game, but it's in that time period? So like Pokemon was kind of what, like modern, modern times? I don't know, current times, like people wore jeans. We've had, we've had Pokemon games that like take back before like the Pokedex was invented. Like it just depends on like what time you're in because uh, I think it was the Legend of Arceus that basically took place before like any of the other main games i Got guess it. i could kind of say you're basically you're getting information for a pokedex but it's before everything like it's like there's not even a pokedex made type stuff like it's like all very very new it's like what if this is like a pokemon game but in ancient times so like mm-hmm. you have pokeballs and stuff but i don't know but like the setting you're seeing is the time the time period so like all the pokemon are more ancient or something like that i know this is not what it is but i was like man that'd be that'd be cool that'd be cool to run what if it was like a third person pokemon game but all the fighting is in real time it's not turn-based and you're like collecting ancient almost like uh remember that remember that old playstation game where you all you did was fight 14 or 15 ancients like defense of the ancients or something like that or i can't remember what it's called you're like you're just one guy on a horse with a sword, and you fought these big like rock creatures that would like like that was the whole game. You're like running. Sounds terrifying. Uh yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. Concept art looks cool. Yeah. I um, the way I kind of think about it is it's going to be an action adventure and this is the character I'm all in. Um, I see kind of on his back he has like a longer sword. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of like sword combat, like fighting combat, like that. Um. I don't I think they're kind of straying away from like the small monster concept because you don't really see anything hinting that. Uh so I'm guessing it's just based on this one character. Mm-hmm. Um but like on on, on first vi- on first veil like I, I I think this is going to be a very cool setting. Um I setting think it's cool. Yeah. yeah, like I just seeing the light uh barely like seeping in and just like the moss everything around and you're just there. Um I'm like, very excited. Um, they said that the game is planned to release around April 1st, 2026. And then, um, wait, hold on. I think I put that in wrong. Yeah. It said around April 1st, 2026. So I'll be on the lookout for it. I think it looks very cool. Uh, just based on like the concept art and stuff like that. Um, I trust them. They put out good Pokemon games at least. So like, I mean, having them try something new, we, we can only expect that. So shadow I mean, of the clauses. That's the name. Is that what it is? That's the oh, name of the, the game. Shadow of the Colossus. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, let me know what you guys think, man. Before we get into our last topic of the day, um, I, I just seriously want to appreciate everybody being here, man. Uh, you guys have been showing a lot of love recently uh, to the pod. I see a lot of familiar faces in here and a lot of people that keep on returning and new faces as well. So if you do like this stuff and you guys want to keep on hearing more for us, uh, the best way to do that is make sure you guys sub to the channel for one. Uh, you guys will never miss another podcast. We go live every Wednesday at 8 PM Eastern. 
Um, and then also make sure you guys leave a like, comment, all that stuff. It shows that you guys are liking this content and it helps uh, get other people involved and to spread the word. Uh, so make sure you guys do that. Um, Peter, do you want to go ahead and uh, talk about the new trailer that I wanted to show everybody? This game looks absolutely sick. The mouse trailer? Yes, the mouse trailer. Look at this uh, this new trailer from a game. Uh, it's called Mouse. Um, and this looks very, very cool. It's a very, it's in black and Cuphead white. vibes. Yeah, very Cuphead vibes. Um, and it's like very rubber bandy combat and um, it just looks very cool, very old school. It looks very simple, but like I have been really, really like digging what this game looks like. Is this would this be a game that you would want to pick up at all? Because I I have been very fascinated just looking at this trailer. Yeah, I think what's I think what's throwing me off is the environments. So like I'm, cu- I'm very curious if if the environments are going to be a little more old timey. So like if this mm-hmm. was set. It, it almost feels like first person Cuphead, man. Like, it feels the art mm-hmm. style is cool. I've always been a fan of this art style. It, it feels like evil Disney, like evil Mickey or something. Um, yeah, man, it's it's a shooter. It's like I don't think it's like anything that's I've ever seen before. Right? Uh, if there's any RPG elements? I'm definitely gonna be looking at it. Uh, I mean, co-op would be really cool. Imagine, dude. Like, imagine if they said like a versus mode. Mm-hmm. And you could do, you know, like team deathmatch or something with this. Right. And you have like cartoon bombs and like, you know, little, like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, um, yeah, just like the, the, up from the times, you know, you have like a, a whoopee cushion that's a bomb or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like something kind of, it, it just looks kind of silly. So I would love for the, um, the, the fight, the fights to be a little silly along with it. Nothing too mm-hmm. serious. Yeah. No, I, I think this game is uh very cool to say the least. I, I love the cartoony stuff. I think it's very awesome that it's in black and white uh black and white. Uh mm-hmm. like it's something about that uh that art style that I really like because Trek to Yomi was the same way. And when I saw that game in black and white, at first I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel, but when you actually play in it and then you just kind of like experience it, you get used to it very quick and it makes the style very different. Um the description on Steam says join pr- private detective John Mouston in a mouse. A gritty jazz field shooter with guns blazing and a retro rubber hose animation style. Batter your way through a corrupt city full of crooks and danger, inspired by classic FPS and noir films. Mouse is the explosive shooter you've been waiting for. That is um, on the Steam. This has been this game is by Fumi Games, um, and I think the only other game they created was one other one. Um, I think it's called. Oh, let me look it up so I don't give them the wrong. Friday. Uh, I forgot what it, I sent it to Peter. Do you remember what it was called? It was like a uh, school bus or it was like crazy bus or something like that. But regardless, I'm going to be playing this game. I think it looks cool. Uh, I, I, like I said, I love the rubber hose animations and the way it shoots and the way it plays out. Um, it's just an FPS style game and it looks fun to just. It, yeah. It looks like you get a bit, it looks like you get a big inventory, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of different like kill effects. So, you know, like you saw there, he shot the barrel and the, and the mouse turned to dust. Right. Just like collapsed, but the eyes stays, which is very cartoony. Uh, mm-hmm. So as long as it keeps it funny and silly like that, I think I'll definitely check it out. Like I said, I think that's, the versus mode would be really cool. That's the um, best way to describe it. It's like fun. It's silly. Yeah. Um, the headshot animations were very nice to see. If, as long as they keep it, uh, the animations like a little bit different when you do. I'm a big, I, ooh, that's a big buggy for me. If I see a lot of the same like 
animations in the game that are like the same. Like if like oh if I, if they just their head just like randomly disappears, I'm gonna just I'm gonna get turned off very quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this, it seems like they try to do it different with like an explosion and then like other stuff like that. So I'll I'm I like it. I like it. I think yeah, it's cool. I like I like when people take risks. And mm-hmm. this is a game that's taking a risk. Mm-hmm. So. I like definitely, to, that, I like to do that. definitely that old school view. I just wanted to show you this because I feel like you've been getting a little creeped out because I've been showing you a lot of these scary trailers. And I, I want to make sure that I show you a trailer that's not so scary, man. You're not so spooked out all the time and you have nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in. I'm in. I definitely like it. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Let me know what you guys think down below. Um, that was the ender for the pod. We're going to go ahead and close out. Um, I seriously appreciate everybody here, man. I know I keep on saying it, but you guys are, are the reason that we're here uh, and all the support, all the love. Uh, so, uh, pat your guys, pat your guys, pat yourself on the pat back. Pat you guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> pat yourselves on the back. Pat yourselves on the backs. Thank you guys, man. I seriously appreciate you guys. Uh, Peter, go ahead. Any closing statements? Uh, tell the people where to find you and uh, what you're working on, brother. Yeah, man. Oh, no, I do. I, I just want to also pile on to that and say thank you. Like having chats in the chat does a lot um mm-hmm. for the energy and, and it like keeps it going so big time thank you um really for your time and, and hanging out with us um i go by not ghost stories on everything social uh right now we are streaming weird west but we are making content for um we might start making content for weird west but right right now i'm making content for ravenlock dredge um and doing a lot of podcasting for myself um so look out for those episodes. Everything can be found on my YouTube. I appreciate I appreciate you being here, Peter, man. Um, thank you guys for all being here. My name is Nick Tana. Uh, you guys can call me. You love Nick Tana, Nick Tana, Nick Tana, anything. But if you guys want to find me on all my social medias, I do go by You Love Nick Tana. That's on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all that fun stuff. As of right now on Twitch, we are streaming uh, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. So if you guys want to stop by and check out the game, see if it's worth your guys' $70, I would highly recommend you come check it out because it's my first time playing something like this too, and we can experience it together. Um, on the YouTube, I've been making a lot of game reviews. We did one for Redfall, The Last Case of Benedict Fox, and Ravenlock. So if you guys like game reviews and me critiquing games, definitely want to check that out on YouTube. And if you guys want to keep up with all my uh, my Twitter hot takes, um, I do talk a lot about video games and just uh, – my reactions firsthand and what I see in the news on the, on the Twitter feed. So make sure you guys check me out there. And uh, of course, man, thank you guys for everything. Be safe. Tell us when you love them. Keep gaming. And I'll catch you guys next Wednesday, uh, next Wednesday at 8 PM Eastern. And this has been episode 35 for gaming gone weird. I love you guys. Have a great night. I will catch you guys next week. Peace. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.